You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're talking about Ingmar Bergman's The Seventh Seal. You no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Podcast. We're your host. I am Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? Doing good. And Wahid Alkalazme. Hello. And Mr. Mike Griggs. What's up, Griggs? I well, I said Griggs. Griggs. I know. Griggs. Griggs. It's it's, it's, Griggs. it's written on the Zoom meeting this time, Brian. You have no. You have you you have zero reason to not say it correctly. <laughs> Every time Jared repeats it after me, I'm like, oh, wait, did I say that right? <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just, a, it's just, a, it's just a running joke up? now. I feel like if you, if you don't question it, I'm, it's like we're, we're not even friends anymore. I just don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed in my barbecue unless you maybe question how you said my last name. Bro, nobody's allowed at the barbecue right now. There's a barbecue. Uh, welcome to uh, our third Virus movie in the series, our second most boring one after Cabin Fever. <laughs> we, rather than entertaining, rather yes, yes, sorry, rather than like giving you entertainment this month, we are giving you some sad, sorry, fucking excuses of fucking movies. Oh, damn. I, what? Wait, how do you really feel about it? I'm confused. <laughs> uh, um, you know, uh, can I what? say something? Can I say something I that's that's, that's controversial? It, but, um, yeah, Can I say something that's more controversial? controversial than that. I laughed out loud more to this than I did Doctor Strangelove. That's fair. I can see that. Yeah, that's fair. Me too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I thought I was going to take shit for that. I thought I was going to take shit for that. I was like, I was like, me I was like, this, 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 this is like, oh, this is actually laugh out loud funny at times. Dude, there that's are, choir there are some role. Funny times for sure. I was not Hell expecting yeah. a comedy, y'all. I thought, I mean, like it kind of it blew me away because I I'd, I'd been avoiding this film my entire life. Um, <laughs> Good for and, you. Uh, and and it uh it surprised me. Uh, it was it was way better than I thought it was going to be. I I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would, and I'm very happy that it's only like 96 minutes. <laughs> 
yeah. it was it was yeah, very it, well it, timed yeah. for sure. It was good, man. This this, yeah. this this movie this movie was fun to watch. It, you know, a read. <laughs> <laughs> because of the subtitles, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. Well, right. you know, I, right. I, I Thanks, think Bong I think Americans should I, I, learn to read. I think. Uh, I, I, I think. This yeah, is I'm, gonna... I'm not. I'm not laughing because you know I have no sympathy for Americans that can't read subtitles. No, I, I enjoy reading fair, the subtitles. It's sure. not. But I, I think that you got to watch the movie twice because once you kind of get it, then you can watch it and kind of watch the performance a little bit. So that you know, yeah. if you're really wanting to get everything out of the movie. So for the first like ten minutes, I, I didn't realize that my my digital copy version that I had was that I was watching um, wasn't in English, and I was like, "Why is all the audio like just not syncing up? Like, did I do a bad like did I did I rip it off the DVD terribly or something?" Uh, and then right, I was yeah. like, "Oh no, right, it's in Swedish or whatever." Um, yeah, and, <laughs> and sometimes it was going really quickly for normal. Yeah, yeah. it's back to yeah, I had to I had to like rewind a little bit, and sometimes they actually say English words, which throws me, you know, yeah. or words that words that translate pretty closely, and I'm like, ah, oh. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. It was a good watch. Well, dude, half the English language came from those areas, bro. Half the English language came from the Vikings invading down, and uh, you know, That's giving true. us giving us some of them words, bruh. <laughs> oh, they gave us more yeah. than words. Oh, I know. Oh God, I, I wish I could. Savages. I wish I could play that song. I wish I could play that song by uh, NXS or whatever. What was it? More than words. What? <laughs> More than words. More than words. <laughs> oh my God! Wow, oh, 2003 man. is coming back to me right now. Can't do it. Can't do it. No thanks. I choose life. Speaking of choosing life. Uh, I didn't realize that this was a plague film until I was like halfway through it, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, right! Of I, I course, tra- we're watching to... it during April for the yeah." Oh, I was trying yeah. to figure <laughs> out how it tied in. <laughs> I thought it was something it was about like about Revelation and and all that, which you know, that's why I never really watched it. You know, yeah. I don't know. I, I totally was not expecting it, and and the and the plague thing was good. It was funny. Yeah, they handle it uh, pretty interestingly. Like from that that first guy that the the squire is like. Hey, uh, do you know where the village is? <laughs> hey, hey, bitch! Won't you answer me? <laughs> uh, I, I full on like I almost fell off the couch when uh, when the when the knight was like, "So what did he say?" And he was like, "He didn't say." Well, actually, he was very eloquent. <laughs> oh, just the dead guy. <laughs> yeah, when he didn't say anything, he was, he was very yeah. eloquent. I was like. <laughs> That is the first scene where you're kind of well like, all right, something, something, yeah. something's yeah. off here. Like, like okay. oh, this now is I understand for. what to expect with this. Now I right. got it. Yeah, for sure. Right. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't, you didn't think something was off when Death uh, showed up? No. To play chess with him? You were like, oh, Fuck that's no. Right. No. I mean, I yeah. Mean, like, you know. like, that motherfucker just came back from the Middle East. <laughs> he is, like, smoking some goddamn really good Egyptian weed. And motherfucker yeah, was high Kush. as fuck, and he's like, "Dude, I'm gonna play some goddamn chess." Yeah, exactly. I've got Kush. Exactly. You know, that's what the fuck was going totally on in my sense. head. Yeah, he did come yeah. back with some herbs. Hey, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. And then I'm like, all right, well, I guess it's a plague film because we're doing it with this, you know, April whatever dumb name we picked for it. Uh, or but viral bi- April, bro. Viral April. Sorry, that's <laughs> yeah, viral, uh, man. Come on, <laughs> we're trying to go it's viral. Yeah, viral. Yeah, bro, bro. Uh, it's like, not a germ. It's a tumor. What the fuck is this? <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, look. I I watched this film because I had to in high school because our our teacher that taught me everything is Russian, 
loves this film. There's a really? lot of icono- yeah, iconography in it. Oh, so sure. I understand the symbolisms. I understand all that stuff. This is just not my cup of tea, man. This is the this is the kind of film that I walk out of at a film festival, uh, and a lot of them it, are starting to. It be feels this like way, a student so. film. Actually, that's a disservice to this film because this film is way better than shit at film festivals. That's right. <laughs> so that it, 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 like feels, it feels like, it feels like it feels like a student can't. film. It feels like a student film, yeah, but just, but it, it but it's written better. Yeah, and but you know I'm quarantined, bro. Like I could film. I couldn't walk out of the fucking dude because it defined art house cinema for like. Like the everything that shot. we think about, yeah, with the black and white, with like, oh look, it, you know, he, here is ac- actual death, and he's not going to say anything. He's going to stand <laughs> here and do this big dramatic, mo- you know, motion it, and whatever. It feels like a play. Yeah, it, and that, it, it, which makes it feel like a student, yeah. student films exactly. Well, I mean, that was one of the critiques about the movie in the first place was that it was it was Bergman's most literal, uh, you know, treatise on. Is God real? Is God not real? How do what happens after we die? How do we interact with the divine and the spiritual side of things? And it, obviously, it's not a new movie. So, it, but I I just watched it for the first time yesterday. So I also, like you, Jared, had avoided watching it. <laughs> uh, it's one of those movies you're supposed to watch, right? You're supposed to watch it, but it just never quite got around to it. Through film school without seeing this, like I didn't go to film school. Uh, um, I went to a state college for uh, audio recording. Yeah, that was that was my wow. entrance into the. Wait, film you industry. went to audio recording oh. for school? I went to University of Memphis for recording technology. Oh, uh, that's why it took you twenty minutes to set up your mic. Okay, oh, <laughs> oh, I get it now. Burn. That makes he's sense. A, oh, he's a camera shit. guy. I'm gonna now, give. Though. I'm gonna give this to you for radio land. Dude, I, I will. I will take the bird. You can tell. I will sit and spin on it. It's all good. Man, oh, oh man, my why God. did you get so feisty, man? When we're not so feisty. God damn, God damn man. He's holding the drink, man. He's just, he's just playing. Yeah, he's a so, spicy you know. meatball. So yeah. I did some. <laughs> Go ahead. I, 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 I'm going to burn some... all my bridges. <laughs> <laughs> I did some research on this movie a little bit, and uh, I came up with some interesting figures on their. Okay, so their budget was $150,000, right? That's a lot for what 53 so I did, I, I, whatever it was. I did the I did the inflation calculation, so that's about $1.3 million. I got okay. 1.4. You're okay. rounding down. I rounded oh, up. Hey, well, rounding me. errors for sure. But okay, so $1.4 million, which it, you know, it feels like it. Yeah. A little bit, I guess. I mean, they had, they had to build those carts and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, they were in the forest for a very long time. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I will tell you one they thing. They built everything. I am, I am. This is me shitting on this film the whole podcast, but here's a few things I'm not going <laughs> to shit on. I'm not going to shit on production design, cinematography, right. Foley, and ADR work. Oh, fucking sure. flawless. It is flawless. Fucking Absolutely. flawless. Like, that's where Absolutely. all that money went. I guarantee. Right. Like, I, I can't guarantee you, but. It was. I don't know, man. That they, for, for when the they're singing, made, the lips oh don't match. God. Oh, there's there's some bad film, cuts. Really. There's some bad cuts, and and like where the audio pops and flips, and and there's you know. No, that's because you bitches were watching the fucking YouTube cut. No, I watched it on fucking iTunes, bruh. I'm I watched the Criterion. I, 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 it still I, I got, got for, it. Yeah. Still has some pops in it. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's got some really bad audio of DVD, shit. So, oh, or off a torrent. Um, I, but, I don't know where the fuck you guys are getting that shit. From. I got it from the <laughs> library. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Yeah. Thank you, but public services. In 2009, <laughs> the chess set sold for 
$145,000, which is really close to the original budget. So I did a backwards uh, inflation to that time. So the chess set sold for $16,235.01 in the 1958 uh, money. God damn, that still is 11.5% of their budget. So if if they actually built the, 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 yeah. That's an iconic piece of fuck. It's an iconic piece of It is. Especially if you can remember where the pieces go. You know? So. I thought that was I a mean, weird You, could, you thing, could set them yeah. up in, you know, in, in different spots. No, <laughs> oh, for sure. There's like three times the uh, chessboard's been shown in the movie. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> You're good. J- Jared, Jared, the real question is how much time have you had to you're like, hmm, I'm going to reverse do the inflation on all this uh, shit. T- to, be, to be honest, I watched the I movie well. today. I watched it this afternoon. So th- that's all been within the last four hours. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, so that's, that's good. You watched it and that's <laughs> all you did. You just sat there and you're like, no, I did dishes today. And <laughs> I went and like did some other podcast stuff today and fed my dog and I made lunch. And uh, uh, that feels very accomplished. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a full Hell day. Yeah, man. I, I spent about waiting. six hours today watching this. I, I watched the movie mm-hmm. twice and then spent about another two hours watching special features. Nice. 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 Yeah. That feels more Very that feels fuck. more productive than my day where I and got six different shots for you, a thirty you... second spot for Methodist today. <laughs> yeah. For the third uh... time this week. <laughs> oh man. I hope you were wearing a mask if you're ready. I was hundred percent. I was wearing a mask. Uh, had the gloves. So glad the we're doing thing. this yeah. remotely. I'm yeah. so glad no, you're in that yeah, room by here. yourself. <laughs> Let me tell you. Sorry, <laughs> my Greg. Stay yeah. away, man. We don't yeah. want to catch it. <laughs> no, I'm like I have the movie, so I can't actually get super close. So uh, yeah, six feet perimeter, please. Thanks. Okay, so, so the last thing we we're talking about was, was budget and stuff, and the chess set, and the chess you said set. The chess set sold for a tenth of the budget. No, it sold for the same price of the budget, but like within. <laughs> But, but you know, but rounded for inflation, it's sold for a tenth but ra- of the but ra- budget. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, uh, sixteen I mean, grand. That is a pretty iconic chess set. Um, it looks like it would break pretty easily. It's like looks like it's made out of ceramic stuff, so I think it's very ballsy of them to be traveling around in a covered wagon. Yeah, I felt, and not I felt break that. that chess set. Yeah, for sure. Especially and also, that. well, he it, it, that, that, like near the end of the movie when he accidentally knocks it over and he's like, "Oh, I forgot where the pieces went." We're like. Then how have you been moving it the entire time? You've, you've like, been remembering like the fourth time you've played this <laughs> same game. How did you remember it for what, like, twelve hours at a time? His phone was dead. He, he forgot to pull his phone out and take a he picture. He took the picture the and then his phone died and he couldn't remember where it was. Yeah. Oh, well, he, he was just trying to like uh, cover the board up there because uh, to distract death, so the uh, yeah. no, it was jugglers it, could get away. As a movie device, it was brilliant, and he was, you know. Then they had the whole actual line, just making everything literal because that's this entire movie. He's like, "Oh, did you, did you get anything from this delay?" And he's like, "Yes, yes, I did." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I got that." But that- what, what did you guys uh, think of uh, Bergman's? Uh, I guess his show and tell, because he definitely doesn't uh, prescribe to the show. Don't tell. Oh, it, it, it's like a play. They're telling you everything yeah. that's happening. It's done like a play. It's like watching a ninth grader do Othello, and they're directing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it fucking felt like for a little while, man. Yeah. Who, who picked this film for us to do? Uh, this was my pick. Max von uh, Sydow just passed away. Like, uh, yeah, he, he was like in a Star ago. Wars. Oh, he was yeah. in Star Wars, guys. I mean, oh, he was okay. in The Force Awakens. He was in a hell of a well, lot more than fucking <laughs> Star, Star Wars. Wars. I know. I'm just seconds. saying. But for the love of the podcast. For the love of the podcast. Is that not the name of this podcast? I mean, he's, he's, 
He's worked with a lot of great directors. Man. He has, um, he for sure. I mean, he was like 90-something, so he had he had time to work with a lot of directors. Well done. He did a damn good job. He absolutely did. But he's, he's only like, what, 28 when he made this, but he he's already looks old. He already yeah, looks he, like he's he in was his 28? 40s. He Dude, that makes, ooh. Man, was he really he that old. young? I I definitely right? felt like he was like 38, 40, 42, something like that. People sure. lived hard back then, guys. They were like drinking scotch. <laughs> yeah, and they did. Cigarettes and like scotch. They were and fucking cigarettes. each other's wives like in the back of the fucking wagon. <laughs> Wait, Jared, so you're you're seeing those guys live exactly like we do right now. <laughs> no, man, but they were just they were li- <laughs> Yeah, but we're 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 living younger than they are for some reason. I don't know. We got we got a little better. Modern medicine, man. Medicine, medicine. They cue, didn't really have air conditioning. Sound of drinks, <laughs> glass and drinks. What are you drinking there, Mikey? It's a little old fashioned with some uh, bushmills. Nice, nice. Do your lights keep flashing, or is or am I freaking out? It's a shitty. It's a shitty old dimmer. Shitty bulbs. No, it's a shitty old dimmer. Oh. Mike, it's yeah. death behind you. It's definitely death behind me. That's what it is. <gasps> well, do you, actually, do you not uh, see that black spot behind him right there, walking up towards him? <laughs> well, behind sure? you, behind you, Mawahid, you have that uh, that that mask that looks that's from uh, looks like it's from uh, Eyes Wide Shut, but it actually looks a lot like the mask that they're playing with with the uh, the, skull the skull mask, mask at the beginning. Yeah, because audiences like skulls better than yeah. something yeah. else. And, and they've been putting that in in this movie. Yeah. He's pandering like to us. Oh, like how that actor. <laughs> he, he was he was worried that that mask was going to cover his face up so he couldn't get laid. <laughs> hey man, then he got laid bro. to a girl named Lisa anyway. that changed her name. Oh my Wait, god, how yeah. psycho is that girl? Can we talk about <laughs> that? There is a girl in this. Husband. There is a there is oh, a I'm young woman in name. this film that leaves her husband. Goes fucks an actor that has no money. I mean, like, you guys thought actors are poor now. You gotta Holy go back shit. to, like, you know, fucking medieval times. All right? Fucks that fucking dude. And then gives him the <laughs> wrong fucking name. How crazy is this girl? Dude, she invented gaslighting before gaslighting fucking existed, bro. <laughs> oh, what the? Where, what fucking world did she come from? No, I think Gaslight, yeah. uh, the movie Gaslight had come out by this, this point. <laughs> Okay, but legit, the the whole scene where where the guy is like whispering, like, okay, now she's gonna say this, now she's gonna cry, now she's gonna uh, offer <laughs> his favorite food. I was I was fucking rolling. Like you 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 hit the nail on the head. Like there were so uh, many yeah. hilarious. She's like, I'll make you those pick dumplings you like. <laughs> and I'm like ah! I was like, totally good, for that. She's gonna suck his dick. And- <laughs> but you see, I am that guy. I'm the dumb fucking blacksmith. I'm like, yeah, if you know me, you know how to like piss me off, get under my skin, wrong me. But man, if you know how to fucking get me back, man, it's I'm like, <laughs> but that's what the thing. So here's the thing. The entire time, speaking of that, one thing I do have to say is uh, uh, one thing that intrigued me about the film, not to shit on it the entire time. Um it's a hard was, movie to shit on. Right, right. Was, uh, <laughs> outside, outside the technicalities, which I want to get into because this is a very well-made film, uh, technically. Uh, but the actors and the caveats and just, you know, kind of like how they're all different and all that stuff. One thing that really, really, really intrigued me was the uh, squire. And, yeah, um, loved his character. Jay, because, it's really because yeah, me too. He's the funniest. He's the best actor out of all of them, in my opinion. Um, which one was him? Which one was he? Uh, I, I don't he's know his squire. name. The squire. I know, but which the servant dude? Who's that? Johns. The Fucking guy that Jared, was... why you gotta interrupt my goddamn thought? 
the guy uh, that with was a running fucking dumb Yons. question. He's he's a guy that was running around with the knight. His name is okay. Jace, not Giannis. What, no, I'm talking about the okay. squire of the yeah, of the knight. Johns or Yans or something. Whatever. Like Who yeah. gives a shit? It's, he just says it's, it's that subtitle. Say My name Jay. is Yans. God damn it, you asshole! <laughs> shut the fuck up. All right. All right so anyways, I'm very intrigued. <laughs> anyways, so when when that scene happened, when he was like going to the guy, and he was like, you know, she's gonna do this, and then now watch, she's gonna do that, yeah, and then like perfect. the blacksmith was falling for it over and over. So good. I almost felt like he was, you know, in the biblical uh, uh, traditions or in the, you know, the 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 monolithic. Uh, religions, you know, Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. Yeah. You have a thing on your right and a thing on your left, you know, that tell you a little yeah. bit like, you know, the the ones that whisper in your ear. So that's why I felt like maybe he's the antithesis of uh, the devil and the, sorry, the death. And he's actually like the life angel because he has protected everyone during this film. In a way, it's he did it in a shitty way, but he still protected people. And he knew how people can do good or bad and was able to recite those sins. So I really, f- like that part of the film, I felt so deep in touch with it. But uh, outside of that, I'm like, meh. <laughs> wait, wait, does he, who does he save? He he kind of so he really saved... kills all those people. No, he didn't kill anyone. He saved They all went he, to he the saved... castle and died of the plague at the end of the movie. Yeah, but he was with them So during by that. bringing them along, they, he killed them. No, by exposing so him, to, he saved the right? girl the, in the beginning in the in the barn when. But she dies at the end. Okay. If she had stayed where she was, but, would she but, not but, have lived? Well, no, but but it's not that, Brian. It was it was it was about saying that he his part of his character symbolized that aspect of our religion that we grew up with in the West. That's what I was trying to say. Do you know what I'm saying? Because, like, he saved the girl from being raped, although he did uh, throw a hilarious line like, oh, I, I need a housekeeper. One. I could have raped you, uh, <laughs> and it would have been way harder, yep, but yep. I didn't. You should come back with me. That was, I was like, well, what the reason the he fuck? does he gives is like, he's like, well, you're going to be dry afterwards, so I don't, I don't enjoy <laughs> yeah. that kind of sex. I'm out. Sex anymore, even, right? Yeah, he yeah. even laughs at it at the end of it. It's like, yeah. no, he, no, he says dull. But, but, he's but, like, he, he's but like, he, he yeah. listen, he, no, he, he says dry. saved, he saved he? the juggler. Who came Dry. back to his wife and I wrote his it down. kid? Yeah, he saved that girl. Uh, you know. Yeah, and he yeah. he saved the blacksmith, he totally right? Bitch. He saved the blacksmith from his well, his own depression, right? He talked depression. him out of like, yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. He's a fucking savior, time. man. Yeah. yeah, Is he this? No, he's not the savior, man. He's uh, he's 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 the voice that doesn't believe in God. He's the one that constantly reminds everybody of what the real world. Like, don't believe in love. Love is false. Dude, I don't think exactly. he's a savior. That's what I'm he, saying, dude. Gabriel, his, Gabriel his advice in, the, in this movie Gabriel, is terrible. Dude, no. His advice in this film is amazing. No. No, when I, the guy I, is like, he, talking no. about his women, he's For sure. When, no, when he's in the tavern, he's talking to that guy. He's like, oh, my God. He's like, who the fuck needs a woman? He's like, the only time a woman's good is like, you know, when you're getting ready to have sex with them, and then afterwards you should kill them. It's pretty much what he sums up and says, and then him yeah. and him and this guy start bitching about women back and forth. That's not good advice. That's not. I don't know if that's cheering somebody up really. And then even when the guy is threatening to kill him, it's not hey, like bro, he's shut the fuck up. You're watching this with 2020 eyes. This no. is 11 t- no, 1150, no. bitch. It, I think it's the whole point of the movie, right? It's the knight and the squire, right? The knight is over here questioning God, and he wants to see God. And that's his whole journey throughout this movie. Yeah. And then the squire is just constantly like, God doesn't exist. We're all damned, fucker. I mean, isn't that how, isn't that how you read it? But ma- 
No, but may, yeah, I did. I read it that way, but maybe that's that's like that's why the guy is the angel. He's testing you. Fucking God tested goddamn Jacob or whoever it was for like Job. 80 fucking years. Job, there you go. Thank you. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, that's what I'm saying, dude. God does asshole shit. No, I think, I think that's what Bergman the film goes is saying. His, no, I think Bergman goes out of his way to show that everybody, even the nice characters as well as the bad characters, they all have faults. Yeah. Even the juggler that we like, he steals the bracelet. That's and the guy true, that. Did. Yeah. Uh, the guy that's going to rape the the mute woman, like he's the guy that was once a holy man that sent the knight and the squire out to the crusades in the first place, right? right? Yeah, and now, and now, yeah, now he's a thief you. raping you're, a woman. You're a thief. Yeah, yeah, you're here. So I, I, I think you kind of see like this both sides of everything, and then it's, I don't know, it's a question of like, does God exist? Why is God absent in this world? Well, that's, I mean, that's what's interesting about the movie as a concept. Like uh, the whole conceit of the thing is. Is why why do we not hear God? You know where is where is God in the middle of a fucking black plague or in the middle of COVID nineteen or all you know all all these different things where where people who have uh, been raised with or been in a culture of some semblance of religiosity um, there's there's a question of of where where is this higher power where is this thing that's beyond humanity. Where's this thing that's supposed to be good that I've been told or taught or handed a script for my entire life or whatever uh, is supposed to be in control. And I see a whole fucking ton of chaos and I spent, you know, 10 years in, in the, the crusades and we've seen tons of death and now we come back home and it's the fucking black plague and there's just still nothing like where is God in all of this? And then you know that for me that's what's interesting about this film is is it's it's as on the nose as it is it it's still it's still about a person who is wrestling with is there more than what I see is there more than this life that's in front of me and I want to believe and I'm literally playing a game with death in order to just have a little bit more time on this earth so that I can hopefully help a few more people in the small amount of time that I can delay my own death. Like that's beautiful. Like honestly, that, that, that was a really, really beautiful thing. Um, it's also funny yeah. though. Cause it's ironic. Yeah. A hundred percent. coming back from a crus- crusade. So it's so God, ironic God, and it's God so damn, Mike, you just, you just made me kind of fall in love with this film. <laughs> man, this is a good movie, man. It, yeah. uh, it, it was written really well. There was a lot of thought put wait, into wait, it. Wait, you wait, know, wait. The... <clears throat> what did you say? What? What did you say? It was written really well? You didn't think it was written really well? <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I, I thought I, I thought the scenes were funny is what I'm saying. I, I yeah. mean, like, I, I, think, I think the humor comes across. I think that... Yeah, dude. You know. As individual, as individual little skets, it's very. Oh well yeah, little vignettes, but as little a piece, vignettes, but as a full piece, I, get I the fuck out of here! <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah, with come you. on, I completely agree with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As far, yeah. As, far as a cohesive, as far as a cohesive film, <laughs> do you see? But those, there, there the, are nice little vignettes. <clears throat> do you do you see these two last semis right here? Yeah, these two. Yeah, those are for riding. Son, <laughs> those are for riding. And that's the first thing when you're writing, man. You don't write, you know, if you're writing fucking Mad Men sketches, sure. I mean, sorry, uh, 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 SNL or whatever it is. But if you're writing something like Mad Men or a movie or whatever the fuck it is, it's like you got you to gotta worry about the fucking art 
arc of yeah. the story. You got to worry about yeah. all that stuff. And this was as vignettes. No, this standalone vignettes yeah. was awesome. No, no this was tied this all together to- no, by just a string, bro. No, it no. does have a good arc. But okay, I, so uh, from 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 that burst of, of writing, like this is this was interesting to me about watching from a 2020 perspective a movie from the 1950s. From a, a writer director that has made what like thirty fucking films or something crazy like that, like uh, at least fifty, yeah, if a not lot, more. A, a fuck ton of movies, right? Okay, European. Let, let's just explain European films, not American films. That's no, that's that's fair. Two but different I'm, things, I'm just saying, especially like, in the forties, fifties, and sixties. But two different things. Those things were shot like. Yeah, just like, well, yeah, two to be things. fair, yeah. he got famous in uh, for the Americans um, and English languages audience, you know, building him up. Uh, Swedish audiences didn't really care much for Bergman. Okay, so but but my overall point is is like he wrote more than one movie, right? So like like we can we can take this movie and and we are obviously we're watching this movie and we're we're discussing this movie as as a singular entity. But at the same time, like, looking from a 50, 60 years later perspective, you can also take Bergman's work over the overarching work, you know, from from the start of his movies to the end of his movies, right? Like, he started with a concept and he ended with a bunch of concepts. And and how many different times did, did he make a movie where he was trying to explore some version, some some expression of this idea of, is there God? Does God exist? do we have some sort of interaction with the divine, right? Like, this may have been the most, like, on the nose, the most literal, like, okay, you're having a fucking chess game with death. But, like, how many other times did he do this same concept more subtly, more interestingly, more artistically? Uh, so as a writer-director, like, like he as a person had an arc. And how do, how do we approach his work, uh, you know, 50 years in the future uh, as... as students of history as students of film as people who give a shit about storytelling like how how does this movie and i'm, I'm asking this as a question i'm not i'm not just like stating this that's what shit. i say you don't like, bro where you do you don't. put you this don't. in in the grand scheme of of the arc of the way that he tells stories and and how he refined what he was trying to say if that makes sense i don't know this feels like i i, I thought that this felt like early monty python okay to me. Interesting. Yeah, like, yeah like, no, I feel see, that. For see, sure. I, I, I think, I think this like influenced those guys because of the, um, I would the, totally agree the flaglets. Guys, guys I laughed so Absolutely. fucking hard with like, dude, yeah. when, 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 the, when the painter brought that up, when the painter brought yeah. that up, he's yeah. like, he's like, when they come by, I like to hide in the ditch. I, I was like, dude, I laughed, I laughed so fucking hard right there. So true. But yeah, so that all that shit, I was watching, I was like, this feels like. But before I could even really knew that this was a comedy, I was like, "This this feels, this feels like early Monty Python." This is yeah, like crazy. how do you take some of this stuff seriously, right? Like, here's an entire so I, group I, I, of people that are literally whipping themselves. Like, how do you take that? seriously? It's kind of smart for the time because, like, you know, I, I think it was probably well, it harder happened. to. It, it was oh, harder. Sure it yeah, it totally happened. Uh, but like, it, it's it was harder to to have these issue like these views and be open in the public yeah. with them i'm sure at this time way harder than it is now so putting a spin of comedy to it is just is probably just a good device to do that do you think that most of this stuff like obviously it comes off comedically but do you think it it, it was intended to have a common comedy spin do you think it was like he was yeah, like I think oh so. yeah no this is going to be hilarious Absolutely. and people are going to read this like that no yeah 100 yeah, percent. yeah i think that was intentional 
You can tell in the, in the actor's performance when they're kind of hamming it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's versus, so much hamming it up. So yeah, much versus when they're trying to play yeah. doom and gloom, where they're just like, oh, okay. Especially Max von Sydow when he sees death, or actually when any of them see death, they're all like staring oh. off like deer <laughs> headlights. Like, well, yeah, and there's the a lot of that. Slowly pushes in. Yeah, and, there's a lot yeah. of that staring off in distance, like like you would do in a play, like you just people just like staring off screen, <laughs> single, uh, you know, while, while yeah, and while, while they're while they're talking to someone else who's standing next to them, but yeah. they're like having this like uh, Saturday Night Live style, like full on exposition, like this is exactly <laughs> what's happening right now. In case you didn't get the symbolism, let me just right. explain it to you. He's good, though, at draw, drawing that out because you always get that reaction shot, and it takes forever that, to see what they're looking at. And it's just like, it oh, yeah. come on, cut, yeah. cut to the answer shot. Yeah. Cut to it. Let cut to me it. I want to see what they're fucking yeah, yeah. talking about, for sure. Yeah. I, especially at the end, when like you get that knock at the door, and you keep expecting, like, oh, did Death just walk in the room? Yeah. And you just keep waiting for it, and wait for it, and the night's like, oh, so who was at the door? And you're like, oh, it was just the squire. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. It's kind of a horror movie moment, but because they repeat it again with the the girl scene at that time, the oh, mute yeah. girl. No, that and she turns around and that time it is death. Yeah, that that fucking did it for me, honestly. Like her whole performance for the entire movie, like every time she was right there in the center of the frame and she's like almost weeping or like just a little bit of tears or whatever. I'm just like fuck this chick. Like she said more in this entire movie without saying a single fucking word. Let me ask you guys a question. I've I've always wondered. I've I've had this conversation probably more, more than I do from most movies. But what is her character supposed to represent or say to the audience? Thank you. I have the same question. I I've I've had so many arguments about this over. Is she, and I just, she, I don't is she know innocence? Is she the um, silent few that finally repels because at the very end she actually speaks? Right? Is she? The voice of reason. The voice of reason. Yeah, exactly. Is she the voice of victimhood? Dude, I, I can't fucking tell, man. <clears throat> and and I really can't tell, not because Ingmar Bergman is a brilliant director or anything like that. It's just because this, uh, the actress that played her is a brilliant actress. She really like is. what Mike was saying. Yeah. Um, she, yeah, so that that's, to me... That's what happens when your entire script is basically just like little segmented things, and it's not all written. Yeah, it's like he had a, he had together. like so many pieces of a really really great idea, but he just didn't yeah. quite flesh it out well enough. But, yeah, which yeah, which exactly. kind of goes back to my my point a minute ago of like it seems like movies back then and some of these directors that have made thirty, forty, fifty films. Instead of like spending three to five years perfecting one one film, one script, one idea, they made three or four or seven movies to try and figure out what they're trying to say in the first place. Uh, And this this movie to me felt like that. It didn't feel like a complete idea. It felt like this was the first draft of only yeah. And only Europeans did that because like Egyptian cinema and American cinema around this time. Was fucking amazing. Yeah, I encourage a lot of people to start watching Egyptian cinema made in the fifties and, and like the 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 forties and fifties. It is really, dude. Ingmar Bergman stole half his shit from that. Really? Yep. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Yes. You, no. Just man. because it you live in America and just because you're a fucking no, film snob look, bro, every, does not mean he every, did not every, steal that every, shit from Egyptian cinema. Either, the lighting, time. the goddamn camera movements. Oh, for sure. No, bro. Everybody's look, stealing you're, you're from either, everybody. You're either stealing from John Ford, Kurosawa. Kurosawa did some shit. 
Dude, but Kurosawa dude, dude, also just because, just because, just because you live in America, and these <laughs> directors. But first of all, he didn't live John in the Ford United States. John Ford is the States. only American out of the directors I just named. I know. I get it. I get it. You said Kurosawa and all that stuff. But what I'm trying to tell you is, here's what I'm trying and to say. Stuff. In all America, we don't know anything about Egyptian cinema. Well, Wahid, wait to, a minute. Uh, let, me Egypt- finish, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. That Egyptian director, because he's closer to Europe than he is to America, all right, those fuckers had some impact on European directors, that we don't count into the picture because we don't know who they are. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say, bro. This movie shouldn't be on this movie was shot really simply, I think. Like I mean it's like it's well it's, it's told it's, it's told well it's told it's well shot, but it's told very simply. It's it's a lot of wide shots, a lot of like single take shots. Um like but then and there's just weird shit in it. Like uh, there, there's a random cut to grass for like five yeah. seconds in between scenes. Yeah, I saw uh, that. you know it was definitely one of yeah, those like oh, oh look, they got oh, some yeah. B roll for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, yeah. it feels feels like a student film. Uh really. or like he, at he, the he end when, when they were going the through the forest. The location, and, bro. Well, like when when they're going through the forest and they're like, Oh no, there's it's the giant thunderstorm and it's like it's definitely look, not raining, and then they cut to a like shot. I, t- and I it's took like, a picture of it. Oh, look! Now it's raining. Yeah, like. Well, that's that's the shot of the. I grass. had that same feeling on that exact same <laughs> shot. I knew exactly what you were talking yeah. about too. Well, no, no. Sure. Well, hold on, hold on. That shot of the grass, though that that's actually when the um, that uh, parade of priests are leaving. And it's a time lapse. Uh, it, no, it's after that. It, it, I it's know. To it, set up the. It's to set up the next location of them, like sitting on the porch or whatever. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah, it's in the scene. Yeah. It's yeah, a it's tone that scene in that village, shot, and it, it works well, for the moment. It, well, it works it's, as a scene transition, but it, no, it, it's part it of felt... a lockdown. It's part of a lockdown. Those those priests no. slowly dissolve out, and then it dissolves on that that frame, onto, right? Onto, onto, onto that frame of the grass, and yeah. then it goes to the next. It's not. To the next it's not scene. of grass. It's, a, it's the field empty, dude. It didn't feel like the field empty to me. It, it felt. It felt it like a feel like, like a, a five shot transitional. Like a, okay, now we're establishing a different tone. Like you just ah. got through this thing, and now we're doing a different thing. You're, yeah, I mean, you're talking I, about where they're singing and they're. I I took a picture of the screen of it. Like, <laughs> it, it, it just, I'm it pretty just sure. Feels... Yeah, from what you just showed me, that's what that is. Yeah, it, it's it's it's. I think it's the. I, it's the next location. It's what it feels like. It feels like now we're setting up the next location. The it, it dissolves out of them marching away. It just dissolves to this like it's plate just, of, of grass. No, it's just an, it's the empty field <laughs> without the smoke. Wow, the smoke's not there. That's all it yeah. is. It's it's because yeah, that it, shot got me. Yeah, if you, <laughs> I have to say that, that didn't that didn't translate in in yeah. the way that's so Brian, clear. Brian, how many you. times? That's really interesting. Well, see, I saw this on a 65-inch uh, TV. Well, apparently and was, some you know, of us need Blu-ray. to upgrade our screen size. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, yeah, my, 50, my 55 feels, feels a little inadequate yeah. at the moment. 50, but. 55 with uh, the, uh, no, it's, the 480p it's the same, uh, DVD transfer. It's the same shot, just without the people and the smoke. Yeah. Thank well, you no, for clearing that it up. Changes. It's that. not the same shot, but yeah, anyways. <laughs> no, it's the same exact shot. <laughs> it's not the same exact shot, Brian. <laughs> it, it, I'm well, telling you, it's not it, the it, same it, exact shot as some of the um, Egyptian directors <laughs> would have given us. <laughs> no, it's not the same exact <laughs> shot, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dicks. Uh, can we go to the trailer? <laughs> Brought to you by I just by wanted to give candles. some kind of a good transition into the trailer. That's all I was looking uh, for. Oh, my God. It's time. Jared, Jared, our, our trailer is brought to us by which pussy candle? Which pussy uh, all right. candle? <laughs> the trailer for The Seventh Seal brought to you by WA Films and The Pussy Candle. 
<laughs> That's the fucking shit I'm here for. Oh my god, take Just that out. It. You can't have my name, my company's name with a goddamn candle. No, I'm never it's gonna it. get work again, Jared. Done. done. Redo it, Jared. Give it an alternate, bro. Give it an alternate. You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and this trailer is brought to you by WA Films. Slutar du aldrig att fråga? Nej. Jag slutar aldrig. Och till sitter herren, han är ganska fjärran. Men din broder satan, möter du på gatan. Vad har du gjort av min fru? Sommaren är förstås bättre än vintern. För på sommaren slipper man frysa. Men våren är det allra bästa. Akta dig så inte lägger du på käften så att du inte ens kan göra dina konster för turkar och kanibaler. Pesten, den svarta döden, hemsökte Europa vid mitten av 1300-talet. Den härjar också i Sverige när riddaren Antonius Block är på hemväg från ett korståg. En gång drog han ut till det heliga landet som en trosvis ung krigare. Nu återvänder han plågad av tvivel och ovisshet. Skulle det inte finnas någon gud? Den tanken är honom outhärdlig. När döden plötsligt står framför honom vill han ha uppskor och lockar döden till ett parti schack. Till innan han dör vill han ha gjort en enda meningsfull handling. Det får han tillfälle till när slumpen för i hans väg en liten gycklarfamilj som mitt i en värld av lidande och ondska bevarat sin ljusa förtröstan, sin glädje över att leva. Och när schackpartiet lider mot sitt slut slår han omkull pjäserna för att vinna tid och för att den lilla familjen ska hinna rädda sig undan döden. Jag, jag vaknar. Mm. Mm. And we are back. <laughs> Hashtag Squire Badass. Oh, that was the Hashtag. trailer. Hashtag looking for a wife. Oh, God. <laughs> Hashtag not me, but me. Too real or not real? Looking for a wife in the COVID times. Hard to find. Whoa. Hashtag quarantine, honeys. So, is is the guy in this movie supposed to be like a, a chess pro or something? Because he kind of talks about that this is what Death? I do. Or no, no, night. <laughs> Wait, what? The night, yeah. Whoa. No, he just says he's good. He's a knight that was coming back from the crusade. Why? What, what makes him? He's no he's a, castle, but he's pro. definitely a knight. <laughs> I was just wondering if he actually had a chance just of winning jokes. it all. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think he did until he actually gives his strategy away because death is actually, you know, he, cheating he, bastard. Yeah, he, he actually tricks him. He plays the role of the priest when he goes. Yeah, to the fact the fact that that uh, death felt the need to even do the whole like. I'm going to be the priest in the church while you're giving confession thing. 
implies that there's some level of, of scared that he would not win. Which or, did, right. or did he just want to know, like... Uh, or maybe he's just a little bitch, because that's death. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that's my question. That was my question. Did he, that was my question. Did he ask him, because he was too afraid that this guy's going to get away with his life, uh, and, and, like, you know, like, hide himself in a, in a priest, uh, yeah. whatever, you know, form and all that stuff? Or I, I, was it because he's a little bitch? Because he was too afraid to fucking uh, lose the goddamn game. That you just answered it. No, I think it's he both. was a little Honestly, bitch. Honestly, I think it's both. I think I think it's, I think it's 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 uh, in the context of the story. Yes, I think death is a little bitch. No, he's not uh, a little bitch. He wants to know the reason why this guy is is biding his time, right? Like, yeah, but that's... in the in the meta context of it, the story within the story of the the guy telling a story about a story, blah blah blah. I think. I think it was it was another way to very literally with death playing a game against a person for his life. I think it was another way for there to be a metaphor of like it's death also trying to figure us out while we are trying to figure death out. Fuck yes. And see I never I never read it that way. I was just always I don't know. I always read death in this movie as just a something that's always going to come for you. You can never cheat. You can never it's just an inevitability, you know. Yeah, no, Wait, so, that, so, that's an interesting concept. But but in in the movie that is literally questioning: Is God real? Is the supernatural a thing? Can you talk to the devil? Because I need to figure out if the devil is real. Then maybe the devil knows if God is real. Right? But death doesn't know, right? But death doesn't know. Yeah, but, like, yeah. So so maybe like in in all of this, like everyone is trying to figure everything out. Like maybe in the same way that we as humans are trying to figure out. Is there more than this life? Is there more than we know? Is death real? Okay, death is real. Maybe is God real in this? Does death know if God is real? He doesn't fucking know. Does yeah, death, he has no idea. Does death know if humans are more than just this thing that he takes away? Like, it's it's a really interesting exploration of of a really meta concept um, in the midst of another Saturday Night Live, you know, sketch. I I, I, I disagree with you guys on this whole sketch thing. I I I really (laughs) dude, it's a shit ton of sketches. Vignettes, sorry, toss together. It's not. No, it's not vignettes. All these stories they impact all the other stories. Like there's not a wasted character. That's true. I would agree with that. There's no character that just comes in and and they don't have an end or they don't come back again or they don't do something. Like every time a character interacts with somebody. It is impactful, and these like what? What do we spend like three, four days with these characters, and that's it? Yeah, I mean, all everything's really self-contained. It's not a lot of people. I mean, there's some extras in the tavern and stuff that we see, but this is I a mean, very he, self-contained. Yeah, movie. even even the uh, the rapist dude that apparently sent the guy off ten years ago to go to war, like he comes back later and he's got the actual plague. And, right. Yeah, he comes back three eyes times. Eyes yeah. out. Well, yeah, he, he gets they're, a, they're like, it looks like he gets No, his eyes do not out. come past the tree. That whole fucking scene. That was just like, oh, wow. Yeah, no, this is how you're going to deal with a person who just, you know, what, a day before you were concerned with as a person, but also pissed off about the fact that he sent your entire life on a trajectory that you're not okay with 10 years ago. But now you have some level of empathy for him, but you actually. You don't want to also die because of his getting the plague. That was a really interesting scene for me. Oh yeah, I, I think it's really interesting that the uh, the squire comes up and, and tells his uh, 
his yeah. his saved handmaiden housewife that he's like, Oh, don't don't give him the water. That's useless. <laughs> That's a pointless endeavor. Yeah. It's not worth trying. Like this is my what does he say? This is my advice or whatever, or this is this is all useless? What I can't remember what he said. No, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he says it's say, useless yeah, twice and then he says it's yeah, pointless yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't save him, it's useless. Don't save him. It's, that's again. That's what I'm saying. It goes back to what you were that, saying that earlier. Char- that character is like, yeah. you know, the, the angel and demon all in one. It's kind of trying to figure out what's the best qualities of us and what's the worst qualities of us. And that is the only character I, I – okay, and I love the knight. I really did. I, li- I did. And the, the juggler's wife. Those three, amazing. Whoever the juggler's wife is, outside of the fact that she's – Fucking gorgeous. Oh BB my God. something or other. BB Holy or shit. Like that. She she's is fucking a, amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's I in mean, a couple of Bergman's super movies. Hot. She yeah, is, several. Yeah. Is that, but that's not his wife, though, is it? Uh, I don't think they were married. I know. She it, uh, and the silent Bergman's chick are in, like, yeah. three or four other movies after this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but, uh, like, you know, it was, it was really intriguing seeing that. It was really intriguing, like, exactly what you said, Mike, about the, that whole dichotomy of... The two-ness of one, right? Yeah. So there's yeah. there's two different sides of you as a person, right? So because we saw him earlier save that girl, and now he's whispering demonic things into her ear to it's see if she will bite on it or yeah, not, like right? It. And same and and then same thing with the actor, um, uh, vice versa with the blacksmith. It was still the same yeah. thing. He saved both of them. And he was playing them off each other. So is he is he the devil's advocate, or is he the devil, or is he the is he pragmatism? Yes. Is he the the character that is the catch-all, the writer that just needs to have exposition that that exactly. explains the thing that I'm trying to say in the scene, but I can't necessarily find a way to explicitly say what is the meta thought. Like that. This that's this whole fucking movie. Like it's all meta thoughts, right? Like where he's trying to say something and uh, again, in the most literal way of all of his movies, like several critics said that about this movie. This is his most literal movie, right? And, and that's why it was so yeah. fucking boring. Yes. Yeah. Like, and that, it, it, and that, that is the struggle that. of the, of Dude, the thing. I fell asleep like, three so times and had to turn on the lights. Bro. Have you seen I had to turn Bergman's on the lights movie? to watch this fucking movie. <laughs> No, man. Yeah. I've watched all his other films. I've never had to fucking turn on my lights to stay awake to watch the <laughs> fucking movie. But no, here, here's the thing, man. Like, I I haven't seen all those other uh, – every single one of his movies. Same, I've seen, I, have, I haven't seen, I've seen about 10, maybe 15 Bergman films. The, uh, the ones they put out in Criterion are the pretty much the ones I've seen. I mean, that's it. It's the I, only one I've seen. Yeah. So do, Wait, does, does he take some of these concepts that he started to explore in this film – and, and no, they, make these, them more clear or make them no. more subtle and ask different they questions are more in a subtle. better way. Like what what Bergman's it's, known for later in his career is it's not really the seventh seal. Uh, I mean, he's known for the seventh seal, but I mean, his style is not what the seventh seal is, is in terms of a movie. Most of his m- movies are like a character says something and they walk out of the frame and then you're held on the person that received that news or that piece of dialogue or whatever and the camera will push in and you will hold on that shot of an actor literally just processing that piece of dialogue and that yeah. news for about 
15 to 30 fucking seconds. Holy That's a shit. long time. That's laborious. That's a, it that, is really that is long. Laborious. But I felt I, I felt the early stages of that in this movie because there were several parts where I can get that. I either yeah. literally did pause or wanted to pause and was like, holy shit, he just said something really impactful or that person just did something that was really interesting and I need to kind of sit for a second and process that. Oh, and there were times I had to watch yeah. scenes over for that. Yeah, reason. no, for sure. Also because the dialogue's really fast too. Like yeah, right? it is. It's hard it's hard to fast. read. It's really so fast. reading it honestly helps film. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like so fast. And you do kinda of have to rewind rewind it. He, but he did re-explore those ideas in Brink of Life. It was like a year and a half later, and it's about three women basically kind of going through the same thing, but in modern life uh, about maternity. Which movie? So, uh, a Brink of Life. So I remember seeing that and going, oh, shit, he took that film and fucking honed it. He yeah. took Seventh Seal and honed it, and it became that the, – the, the subconscious ideas he was trying to convey. Yeah. He took rehoned and made it into that film. And then The Magician, same thing, right? Because The Magician is all about deception, and it's all about deception of the mind and deception of you versus the people around you. Um, and that film, I love that film. The Magician is like one of the best films he's ever fucking made, in my opinion. But it's about that. But again, it kind of harpers back to what Mike said. This film kind of laid the foundation for him to explore what it's going to become subconsciously. I think to he convey ch- that to the audience. I think he. Ch- I think Bergman changes after this movie, man. Like you can even see, like probably the two most famous Ingmar Bergman films are The Seven Seal and Wild Strawberries. That Wild both came out. Sure, yeah, that's yeah. the big one that everyone talks about. Right? Yeah. yeah. Both of those yeah. came out the same year. Yeah. He made both those movies within a year, back to back. Um, and yeah, that's an artist learning. If you if you watch that film, like he's already changing. Um, yeah, like when he uses his VO for that character, because it's a lot about a, a character like uh, reliving their memories. I don't want to spoil that for people that haven't seen that yet, because I bet a lot of people well, haven't. But when that character goes I back, appreciate in, that. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's more of a Citizen Kane. Um, Hollywood flashback, uh, well, or or like a, it's a Wonderful Life, or think about yeah. the, any of those Scrooge uh, Christmas yeah, Carol yeah, yeah. stories. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Does it tie into the wild strawberry scene in this movie? I felt that honestly, like like reading IMDb and and like seeing that like this was the the quote unquote big movie that was also at the same time or like right after right. this and there and, has to be a tie there yeah it's, it's, but it's, like that scene was was okay that that scene was my favorite scene in the entire movie like that, oh yeah it's that, definitely the best that scene. whole like here's the strawberries we're gonna invite you into our family and it's like yeah. it's not Everybody's just like the, the three of us. Like it starts as like the knight and and the woman and like he's complimenting like the baby and it's like this sort of it starts as like an awkward like uh, oh are you just complimenting well, well, the baby because she's gorgeous or are you like actually like think he's a cool baby and then or like why is this baby wearing pants <laughs> this, <laughs> or not no wearing pants, pants on the fucking baby the entire goddamn movie they didn't have baby diapers has his dick then, out man. Come on. dude this baby had his dick out constantly yeah. <laughs> the whole fucking what? movie. 
I never the, saw a baby yeah. dick once. Yeah. Dude, oh, there's yeah, about yeah, you're watching Ultra HD, bro. You were watching you're watching the the fucking TBS cut or something. We're not saying that we're like looking for a baby dick, but if you didn't see it, then you definitely weren't actually watching the movie. You didn't see this fucking movie. This like what 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 did you say earlier? You said he's like he's dressed like Pooh Bear. He's got no the baby the baby was Pooh Bear the entire movie. He had a shirt and there was definitely no bottoms. And there were several scenes where there was fronts. He's dressed like Donald Duck. That's all I'm gonna you know. Like I'm just saying. I don't know how the MPAA would rate it these days, but definitely back then they were like rated whatever under eighteen months. Like at this point in time, like people would be but like, kind of if concerning. you're watching this, then we're gonna track your IP address. That's well, all. That, that, <laughs> like, it's not okay. It's, it's, it's kind of concerning okay. because like I'm, I'm thinking just on a practical thing because now you've got a baby running around with no fucking shield on at all. None. And, whatsoever. you know, like bl- blowing shit and piss everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's why, he, that's why he's not going to get the plague. He's going to fucking live. But, you know, what I love about they that all fucking scene. Milk, man. Come on, they're all yeah. good. But that's oh. what, that, what, what, I, what I live Same about. What I milk. love about that scene is the fact milk. that um, it, 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 it kind of. Like he says it in the in the dialogue, he says it's I'm I shall remember this moment of stillness. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And uh, the camera was just like on a lockdown sticks, and it was awesome. But again, back to what Mike said, it's kind of like you know, hear drums, show drums. He's very literal about it. So um, much. But 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 really, that's when that character started developing close intimacy ties. And yeah. in a time of pandemic, the only thing that can keep you sane to a certain extent is the intimacy you have with people. It doesn't have to be sexual, right? Like, yeah. we have intimacy between the three of us because we've seen There's each other. We've us. hung out. There's four of us. Sorry. <laughs> God damn it. Mike Riggs <laughs> on this goddamn podcast. <laughs> who, who invited that motherfucker in? <laughs> How long have we been doing this shit? <laughs> How many hours are we in? Um, hours, but yeah, hours, sorry, hours, four, lots four, of hours. Okay, four of us. Uh, but no, what I'm trying to say is that uh, you can see that you can then now you see all the different corners of the film finally yeah. coming together into one, and it was beautiful. And I know it was like very harshly lit uh, from one side, but man, it looked really good, especially like yeah. when the he first met the. Yeah, when he met the baby and yeah. in the horizon, you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" They're so like, "Oh intimate. shit! Wait, really is. that is that is the ocean behind them. So there yeah. is nothing behind him, right? There is." But that's no- also so like if that's they go his that entire way, past because like the entire movie up to that point, like he's he's been at the and he's going away from it, right? Because because yeah. what that symbolizes is it's all your past has been cleansed. Everything behind you is cleansed. You gotta move forward. And here's this moving. literal new life right in front of you, and it's it's with this intimate moment of of nurturing and and a new family in the midst of like you're saying the plague and in all of this, it's so intimate and so much possibility. <laughs> uh, there was so much to say about it, man, because like the the actor that had nothing came in. The first thing he said to his wife, he didn't go like, who the fuck is this dude over here? Let me fuck him up. He yeah, goes, yeah. have you offered him anything? Did you offer him milk and strawberries? That said so much about his character, because like me as a person who has been previously married, like I was like my literally I'm watching and I'm like, how is this dude not like, 
Who the uh, fuck is this guy? What the fuck is going on? Like you're letting him hold yeah. our kid, and like you're just you're just Kids all up on this pants. dude. Like what the fuck? He did just get his ass kicked by like a tavern full of motherfuckers. So oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah. he was pretty bewil- bewildered. Which uh, he's like, again, he's like, oh, honestly, oh, speaks oh, to the moment oh, where he like oh. if if uh, if, <laughs> if I had just gotten my ass kicked and I would come up on my fucking wife. My gorgeous wife sitting in a field eating wild strawberries with some random ass dude. I would have been like, be like the, what fuck the fuck is, is going, going on, on now? <laughs> they like, weren't eating strawberries, strawberries came, yet. Strawberries came after. Yeah, they, yeah. they didn't. And uh, they didn't even acknowledge the night until like three minutes into the scene. They had already done like four blocking yeah. and, and two s- camera setups before they yep. even acknowledged the night. Brian just proved to us about our theory of this being vignettes. He just proved it. No, it's not. It, look, Without him admitting it, he just proved it. He's like, oh, it was night before they realized it. Yeah. They had to finish their goddamn sketch, bro. <laughs> there I was mean, no sketch. Casey, no, there was face. the person's like <laughs> ability to to block a scene and to to plan like how how it's gonna you know. I think it's beautiful because why he like you were saying earlier, he, the night sitting there, he's soaking up this family atmosphere, right? So of course, when they when he come in and the husband comes in, he gets to see the family. The thing that remember when he's talking to the priest and he's like, I don't I can't be in the company of my fellow man because I don't know them. That's because he was killing his fellow men on the crusade. And he, he's questioning, like, why the fuck did I kill all these people? Why did I murder these people? Yeah, what am I ten doing? 10 years fucking in right? the goddamn crusades. And yeah. then you're you're of course, you're going to question humanity. And then this is the first time he's gotten to see says, family. Yeah. He's yeah, like, I don't know true. if I if my wife is still present or if she's still alive or whatever like i don't know i don't know so of course he's he's going to see this actual family and this this baby this new life that he's you know interested in like of course it's gonna be like a this is a beautiful thing i just want to sit and observe and and you know bergman lets that rest and and lets that sit for a second and we get to kind of enjoy that yeah for sure i totally felt that in that exact moment absolutely that that was one of the I, I found this. I found this absolutely crazy. This is uh, the best piece of information I got from the behind the scenes on the Blu-ray uh, Criterion put out. Um, everything was set or backlight except for the opening beach scene with mm-hmm. Death's introduction, where they're playing mm-hmm. chess. Mm-hmm. I knew it. The mm-hmm. wild strawberry and milk gathering really? that they have, and Love the it. and the one the one shot of them on the hilltop with the cloud as they're all doing the dance of death. Yeah. Holy like the shit. very last shot of the Everything else. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I, everything so else. everything yeah. was like real projection? No, wow. they uh, they did it in the back lot, and you can even see in a couple of the shots buildings through the trees. But some of the close-ups on the beach did not look like they were shot on the beach. They looked like that's they were because shot in the, of the Yeah, that's because of the um, lights that they had at the time. They yeah. okay, so this was there in, were several shots on the beach, especially in the beginning, where it was like, "Oh, look!" Now they turn the light on. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. okay, so they were working with lights from the 30s. Yeah. No, Dark they lights. were definitely like giant Wait, ass explain. hard lights. What the fuck does that sure. mean, Jared or Brian? What the fuck does that mean? What the fuck uh, from the 30s? Think, it means they, they can't arc, have a I lot of lights, arc, and it's really bright. I think they were arc lights, and and like they they didn't they were. They were bright, but they were like saucy. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah. Massive, yeah. Was, giant, yeah. bright, saucy lights. Like they, 
they hadn't maybe quite worked out like, oh, we should do super soft stuff to make yeah, things look more stuff. interesting. It's all hard light stuff. Well, they yeah. needed a lot of light for the for the for the film. Yeah, no, for sure. Like the the those lenses. They were shooting fucking midday. What the fuck are you talking? Yeah, yeah. You about? you noticed that uh, like even the the nighttime stuff supposed to was dot, was shot. Yeah, but day for night, but it didn't really work that way. Yeah. 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 Um, so talking about the stuff with them on, on the beach, that brings up, was he dead the whole time? I think he's dead the whole time. Like, and like, like you know, they're, 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 yeah. they were just, that's yeah. A, that's a little no, bit of a J.J. Abrams lost kind of a situation question. No. You know? like, like, basically. <laughs> well, that, that means he, he didn't meet anybody. Yeah, well, no, I, that, that, I disagree. That's, that's, I that's, him, that's him reconciling, uh, you know, all the with his peasants that worked well, no, for him before no, he no, went no, out. You, okay, no, uh, I, I, I hate right, this. Jared? I hate this. No, because now you're missing the whole. <laughs> you're missing the themes of the film if you subscribe to that logic. That doesn't make any sense with the themes of the film. If he's dead the entire time and this is all a repentance, then why is the squire there? Why does he because exist? Because he is the fucking angel. We just so explained it to you, yeah. bitch. He's not the, an angel. The angel. And then, and then, no, he's and, another and point of view character. Okay. And the parents are Jesus. I mean, our mother Mary. No, stop. And I'll, I'll tell you. Jesus no, stop, stop, and, stop. And I'll tell you exactly why he's yeah. not an angel. I'll tell you exactly 100% why. <laughs> right, the knight wants to meet this woman that's being accused of witchcraft because if she can see the devil, then he can ask the devil if God exists. Right? But at the very, no, not the very end, but near the end of the film, right, before they get go into the forest, there is this scene where she gets burned alive. Yeah, it's, it's burned at the stake, pretty much, on the ladder. Not, not, for sure. No, not, yeah. not, not, not alive. He gave her a little thing. But to she's still alive. Yeah. She, no, well, she she's on drugs. She, he, no, she died There was before. for sure some implication no. that he was like, here, take this, and you won't feel anything. Whether yeah, that means she's drug. still alive or she's dead. No, she's she's obviously another, still alive. You see her eyes. I can, I can replay yeah. the scene, bro. What are you talking about? Her, her eyes are end of it. Uh, no, at the uh, end of at, it, at the end of it, she could be knocked out. Or yeah, just like, I felt both. Thank you, honestly, Jared. I felt yeah. both. I was like, okay. Her eyes, no, her no, eyes she's either dead the or goddamn, he just gave her Jared, like his. We, we already um, watched that one scene, right? I know, I know, I was right. I know you won, Please. but now you're wrong. No, I, I wasn't there. Honestly, I have to say you're wrong because to me that felt like the I'm thing that like he gave her his little secret like. I'm I'm a Mission Impossible spy and I just got captured by the enemy. Like he gave her a drug pill. that he, he gave, gave her, her like some morphine, that, like whatever whatever right. it was that he would have taken himself had he been captured. He just gave it to her and she's she was still alive dead. though. No, that's why the that's why the squire's so pissed. He's like, look, we should kill all these men if she wasn't so injured right now. And then he goes, but look, I gave her I gave her a drug, right? And she's not going to feel any pain. And the squire goes, yeah, but look in her eyes. You know what you mm. see in her eyes right now? What do you see in her eyes? You see terror. that there is no God. Yeah. All you see is terror. She knows that there's no devil. There's no God. There's nothingness. That's what he says to her. So if she's already dead at that point, then that just kind of blows out the whole squire's That's monologue. fucking point because that fucking shit hit me. Yeah, right? That That's was one a of those moments scene. where I was like, God damn you're literal this whole fucking movie, but this this moment hits. God damn, this moment hits. Yes, yes, yes. No, her yeah. eyes are closed. No, bitch. go to that scene where he's talking no, about no, I, her. I, I'm rolling, I'm, but no, but I understand that. But this is the last shot of the scene. That's, That's the last thing. She yeah, dies. No, she dies before she gets burned. Brian, Look. no, she dies. She passes out from the smoke, guys. 
The smoke is not even next to her, bitch. It's fucking across from her. They they pick her up and they put it on her. I mean, they put her on it. It's yeah. They lit the fires below her. She passes out at the end of the scene because of the smoke that rises up. I understand that her eyes are open and all that, but what we're saying is the very last shot of it. Either she's passed out or she's just given up and waiting yeah. for it to happen. Brian, that's what the fuck we're saying, man. It's the last shot. That's it. You never come back to this bitch. It's the last one you see her in. No, but that kind she of either per- looks like she's asleep or dead. All right, but that that honestly, that she is obviously dead. Point. That proves his point. Like she's alive for the moment of like, but not by fire. She's yeah. dead by the mercy no. of the god. She passes damn. out from the smoke, guys. I'm telling you. Oh that's how god. that's how the he's scene gonna, is totally gonna, red. He, he is gonna bring fucking 2020 science into a 1950 fucking six fucking movie. <laughs> no, bro, that's that is based on oh, the fucking the, 1200s. Oh. Shut the fuck up. They didn't know what you, didn't they didn't know we fucking inhaling smoke and April, kill you that, bitch. That. What the fuck are you talking about? I can't believe, like... What all, world are you living in, man? I they didn't be- know that shit in 1957? <laughs> bitch, what the fuck? Okay, all right. My germaphobe is gonna come out. Why the hell... Were they in the middle of the goddamn fucking Black Plague sharing oh, holy shit. a giant bowl oh, of, of milk. fresh milk? But Because, there. bro, he wanted to hold that moment still but I'm in sorry. his hands what the fuck? and drink it and remember it. Bro, listen, Mike, but he didn't I'm have sorry, a Polaroid. What the fuck? Mike, shut the fuck up. He didn't have a Polaroid. He didn't have a goddamn iPhone. He could take a picture. That motherfucker was like, I'm going to remember this by fucking looking at it. I want to remember something. He just took that bowl in his head. He's like, I'm going to remember this in between. And just like, mm-hmm. yes, but you live in 2020, bitch. You have a goddamn phone. And you You're obsessed with the year 2020. Yes. Yeah, bro. Yeah. We're in the year 2020, bro. <laughs> he, just, he just wants to repeat that over and over again. What if we all die in about two months? Damn. We're not going to all die. Why did everybody in that movie uh, eat the strawberries with the tops on? Like, didn't those motherfuckers know you got to cut the top off? No, there were no strawberries the on tops. the top. There were no tops on the, the tops. strawberries. It was a bowl. That's why That's why we're saying it looked like raspberries because she, she plucked it, bro. She, she had, apparently, it. apparently it's right. That's, that's what they, that's, that's what. Yeah. Was. No, every single one of the strawberries, they looked like raspberries. They were smaller. They did not have but tops no, on them. No, they, they had a little bit. Of, I saw a green leaf on a couple of them. And they any. just like. Really? You I didn't? didn't you saw, you, I could have sworn yeah, because, I saw some. Because we all looking. watched the black and white film. I don't know. You don't guys know have already been wrong watching, twice. Brian. <laughs> no, we all have been wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> we were not wrong. You, said, you just said you watched the green I, leaf. I, I know like, I've proven you guys wrong once. Watching? We watched the black and white one, bro. Did you have some sort of 4K restoration and color version? <laughs> I think my eyeballs work better than yours. Did you guys notice it was black and white? That's fair. I don't know. Are you guys for real? Do you, were there were there no tops on any of the strawberries? No, I just want to saw some. Fuck no. I don't think I saw. That's any. why it looked oh, like raspberries man. because they uh, they all like they had little. They well, had, I like, thought it was like Jared's photo. Like he was it was showing up earlier, but they were they just looked bunchier <laughs> and. Oh, it was just like Jared photos. Jesus fucking Christ! His top was green. That's everything the, about it was black and white. Showing right now, Jesus fucking uh, Christ. All right, so did you guys notice that Jesus in this movie looks like Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> White Jesus. <laughs> I did notice. Sans the top hat was 100% Abraham Lincoln. He's like crying. <laughs> He's like crying Absolutely. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> their, their depiction of uh, like people, people worshiping and how they worship and then the, 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 depri- oh the depiction of Christ and everything, it reminded me so much of uh, when I was in Ecuador. 
all all the, all the Christ statues look like that, and people were like, like in church crying, and it, like just like just and they they just go to church and cry, and so that was in this movie, which was like really weird. When that whole parade of them come in and they're whipping yeah. everybody and crying and wailing, and then they, watch, and then there's honestly. like a weird there's like a weird sermon, and then they, and then they, 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 and then they get whipped and pick up that heavy ass cross and just keep going. Holy shit! And there are places where people worship like that. Well, he and I was like, yeah, that, that's backwards. But I, I don't like to do this a lot, but uh, I, I do have to read this quote from Roger Ebert. It's not from. <laughs> yeah, fuck Roger Ebert. Right? Oh, no, fuck yeah, you. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, no. Roger Roger Ebert's a, a great. Love Roger he's, Ebert. Right. He's 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 a great reviewer. I I think this quote. Um, I don't know. I, I want to get you guys' reactions on this. Roger Ebert wrote, In many ways, Bergman's Seven Seal has more in common with the silent film than the modern films that follow it, including his own. Perhaps that is why it is out of fashion at the moment. Long considered one of the masterpieces of cinema, it is now a little embarrassing to some viewers with its stark imagery and its uncompromising subject, which is no less than the absence of God. When was that review written? Like, oh. 73, 2006. Very good. Mike, it doesn't matter. It sucked back then. It sucked no, in no, 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 but, 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 okay, okay, but his bro. references to, to now out of fashion... Is specific what to do you, the time What do you guys period. think about that? I, what do you guys think about I, that? I, I want to know which period of time he's referring fashion. to, it's and now is that a fashion? Like, is that is I, that two thousand five? It's not a fucking good movie, man. It is not a no, fucking no, good no. Movie. Hold, uh, no, you're, you're wrong. It would have been close around <laughs> two thousand three. He didn't watch it when he was four. Like, like Roger Ebert lived. He he just died. Like what? What eight years ago? Seven years ago? And it was a fucking travesty. I remember like literally weeping when he died because he's one of my favorite. Oh my god. You're such a little bitch. I, uh, really? What? Fuck no. You. Come on, man. It's accurate. I don't care. I'm sorry. Like, I would have totally laughed he, at you. He was one face. of the few critics that I could read his shit and know whether or not I would actually like a movie based on his review. Yeah, he's the Donald Trump of fucking critics. Oh, Just God damn. Oh, fuck you. That shit. Joaquin fucking And Joaquin's direction right now. That's out of line. Fuck that shit. Do not compare Roger fucking Eber to the goddamn orange Cheeto in the goddamn White House. Fuck you. We're done here. We're done. No, 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 continue. That's why idiots love Roger Eber, man. That's why other idiots love fucking Donald Trump. No, that's not fair. That's not fair. My entire point is not not that I agree with Roger Eber. My entire point is that I could read his review and know whether or not I would appreciate a movie. All right, that review was written in two in the year two thousand, uh, and Roger Ebert gave it four stars at the time. All right, all right. Well, you know, there's something he brought up about like uh, this the silent film era, and I I think that 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 the style of this film really feels like that, even like the way things are shot, and even the facial expressions that the um, that the the actor does. He's very even the way he's lit. He looks like he's from the fucking silent film era. There's a there's a yeah. level of like almost overacting like we were talking about this Saturday Night Live kind you of know, sort like... of like sketch sort of like <laughs> we're expecting it to be like we've said fifty times it's like a play right right like the, it's it's this thing that we expect it to be more than just subtle we expect it to be very explicit 
It's a really bad play. It's not a really bad play. I've seen way worse plays. <laughs> I think I think Ebert summed it up very nicely. You know, it's it has that silent film quality because you're right. getting very stark visuals. And then instead of those huge screen cards that you used to get that, you know, would would show up with the little uh, swiggly lines <laughs> right. uh, either above them or below them. This and they would exactly be like, oh, what yeah. we're trying to say right now. So-and-so did this. I have been this. so depressed lately. I think that I may go over there and get some milk. Right? And that's, ex- <laughs> that's kind of how Bergman's uh, – that's kind of how he's writing, you know? And yeah. really, that's not that – Rushamon came out what uh fifty four? So I mean, if you're looking at storytelling conventions for black and white, I mean really you can't you can't fault anything. I mean I've No, for sure. Have you seen anything that had that had this many iconic images in it before the sixties that you can sit there and go, Oh yes, people still know about this today. Like, I mean People know about the image of uh, of death and the night playing chess together because of this movie, not because of that it fucking painting. One of my favorite movies. What, what? Oh, what was that? Last action. <laughs> Bill and Ted's bogus bogus journey, bro. What are they? Uh, okay. Hold up. But that's they start out playing chess, but what do they end on? <laughs> no, they st- they, but they they play Battleship oh, and they battleship. play uh, Twister. Yeah. They play Twister. But that's, yeah. but that's the thing. Like, how many times has has this movie been parodied? And like attempted to uh, to accomplish that same sort of like feeling without actually giving right. the same weight to those whole scenes and to the entire thing as a concept. Like that's why you do in 2018 when you were a star of just a really shitty fucking vampire teen movies. You go into a movie that shoots it <laughs> one by one and tries to fucking replicate it shot by shot. Oh my and God. it's the most fucking boring film ever fucking made. As well. Finger points what are you referencing? Making, uh, uh, the the uh, William Defoe and uh, Robert Barrison fucking film. Yeah. It's Willem so fucking Defoe. awful. Wait, were you talking about the lighthouse? So awful. Yeah. Oh so what? Oh, that is incorrect, listeners. Please do not listen mm. to that misguided individual. The lighthouse <laughs> is an amazing movie. Nah, nah. You should watch okay. it just for the cinematography alone. Oh my god! Correct. Please. Yeah. Correct. It was nominated. It was nominated great, for but- an. Om- an Oscar, bro. I mean, uh, it can't be, uh, but so bad. Agree, dude. Here's the, here's the thing. Agree. You can't. You stop. Stop it. Stop. It, stop. <laughs> it. You can't. You, you can't take what the fuck is nominated for an Oscar as a fucking moniker of good movies. Anymore. Yes, you can. No, you fuck. Yes, can't. you can. Get the yes, fuck out can. of here, dude. Yes, you can, Get bro. The fuck out look, of here, look. No, okay. <laughs> Just because the Academy misses certain oh, gems in a year God. doesn't mean that the things that they oh, recognize are worthless. Correct. If you have a scale of one to ten movies that worthless. the Academy, we're not no, saying no, no, no. they're all worthless. I'm not saying what, we're saying what I'm is, saying is is none of them that are nominated. None of them are worthless. Is what I'm saying. I'm saying people that say that point. movies that are Oscar nominated that they they sit there and they say they're worthless. Like yes, they may not be as good as the best film of that year, but they are not I'm worthless. Just go really 
Google you can go anyway. Google anything you goddamn want. Son. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, for, 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 first of all, first of all, Shakespeare and Love, bitch, that won the fucking Oscar. Are you telling me for that best was picture? The best I'm not saying it was I the like best picture, movie, but you're gonna tell me that's not that's a good, good movie. movie? That's a great. No, it's not movie. a fucking great movie. That's a great, a great fucking movie. movie. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of my face with that shit. <laughs> you're, what are you gonna tell me next? <laughs> the English patient sucked. I mean, come on, bro. Like, yeah, dude, it, the it, English patient totally fucking. It sucked. was not Pulp Fiction, but you know what? It was still goddamn good. I still cried like a bitch at the end. Ooh. I cried That's at a bitch fair. like in That's the fair. in the hour mark when they did that Ray, Ray Fiennes reveal. Oh my god! Also, was, the English no. patient is the movie that I was trying to think of earlier that I was mixing up with the Constant Gardener. Oh, with, with yes, that's, with that's what yes, I was completely was. mixing up. Yes, we had a conversation. All right, earlier. I can see that. And during the break, that I was like, Constant Gardener, that's a great movie, wasn't that Walter Mersh? That's not Walter Mersh. That was the English patient. Yeah. All right. Okay. I can see that. <laughs> That's where I was. Yeah. I can totally see how you get that. Right? Like, yeah, it's basically the same movie, but it's absolutely not the same movie. Come on. What about what about Gwyneth Paltrow for Shakespeare in Love? Do you guys really think she was the best actress that year? Best actress is a strong word. Gwyneth Paltrow she is... She makes really great candles. She was really good she in that movie. She makes really though, great candles. And she was really good. I mean... <laughs> She's all, okay, she was all... Before she went all, like, sploosh, whatever... Gadoosh, whatever the fuck her name. <laughs> she was great. Like she is look, a even when she was she crazy, she was still good, actress. right? She's a fantastic actress. Maybe she's made some interesting business choices in the last five to ten years. But she's she's been a fantastic actress, and that's what enables her to make such interesting business choices. So recently, your uh, your point stands. Just because a movie is nominated for an Oscar. Doesn't mean it is in and of itself worth best picture. Being nominated. Look, uh, but yeah, if, I, but how, if it has, if it has, I have, I have to, I have to argue the other side of it. If it has gotten to the point of notoriety where it has been worth some form of Oscar nomination, regardless of which Oscar it's nominated for, I think it's worth. <sighs> Whitehead, you gotta stop being so negative, bro. Academy Awards. They don't. They don't pick the winners right, bro. Dude, I'm, I'm not being negative, man. But every movie's so wait, ever been nominated. You're telling me the fucking Danish sexy. girl, fucking. You're telling me the Danish girl, fucking, deserved to be fucking nominated have for you, a goddamn Oscar. Have you seen the Are Danish you girl? Serious? Yes, I have. It's a fucking shitty fucking film. The movie didn't get nominated for best picture, right? No, it didn't. It doesn't so matter. it had a Oscar nomination. Mm-hmm. What was what, what was the, what was the Oscar nomination for though? Why he costume makeup for and costume makeup? Uh, wait, mm, no, there was an acting nod for the Danish girl. I'm pretty sure there was because I know that uh, that chicken it was really fucking badass. And Eddie Remain, I think it was Eddie Remain. Wasn't it Eddie Remain that was in the Danish girl? Wasn't that him? Red Redmine. Redmine. Uh, he was awesome in that. Are you telling me he didn't get nominated for that? I mean, I don't give a fuck what you thought about the movie. The, their performances were good. And that's what they got nominated for. It didn't get nominated for... The Danish Girl didn't get nominated for Best Picture. It wasn't a great movie. It got nominated for... Wait, you said you said it didn't get nominated for Best Picture? Did it get nominated for Best Picture? Well, let's go and look. I don't know. I'm, I'm, ba- I'm, I'm about to look, bro. Uh, look here. I'll just go ahead and look it up for you. It won one Oscar. It was performance. Oh my god! It was performance by the chick that was in the fucking goddamn Ex Machina. The chick that was the robot. 
uh, the chick that was in uh, fucking Alicia, Jason Bourne. Alicia uh, Yes. Oh, my God. Amazing bitch. The chick that's with fucking getting the dick from Michael Fassbender, that huge-ass cock that he's got. And uh, it was nominated for Best <laughs> best Performance by an Actor for Eddie Romaine, uh, yeah. Best Costume Design and Production Design. And you know what? Fuck you. It deserved every single one of those nominations. <laughs> Well, he's like, you know, yeah, Barry Lyndon sucks. Where the fuck is, uh, how do, I, I'm, br- I'm no, bringing, I didn't it, I'm say bringing that. him back Barry in. Barry Lyndon is amazing. I'm I didn't bringing say him back that. in. Are you right bringing now. him back in? I already sent him. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say fucking Barry Lyndon is fucking bad. I, like, I love that fucking film. That's two different things. I think we're at the end of the podcast. Uh, let's do, yeah. let's, yeah. <laughs> I feel that. everybody's laughing now. Let's do, <laughs> let's do ratings. What, what, what are we going to rate this thing? Who wants to go first? 6.5. Oh shit! 6.5? <laughs> Sorry, Mike. You know, I, yeah. I do just want to throw out that uh, IMDb <laughs> has this at uh, number 155 on the top, the top 250 of list. Holy shit. Okay, what's, that's uh, fair. What's, what's, what's that's the rating fair. on it? Oh, I have no idea what that and, actual and, rating. And, and it's like eight point one, I believe, or eight point two. And, and how and how many of those eight point two are coming? And how many of those ratings are coming from a Karen or a Brian? <laughs> <laughs> the ones are like liberal art schools that had to do that just to make their professors. These I'll, I'll the let you know what I rated on IMDb in just a moment. From Wahid. <laughs> why, why, why are you why are you rating it a uh, six point five? I'm interested in that as well. Why not a seven point five? Well, okay. So the, the why not the an eight point zero? The six, the six point five, because compared to his other films, not compared Great. to other films, Great. but his other films. No, wait, wait, hold up, hold up. That's not how we do the ratings here. We don't compare to other films. We judge each film on its own. Merit. And I am judging it on its own, but I'm judging it within the body of the director's work. Okay, so that's not judging work. it on its own. I feel like in this situation, so you're already like fucking that up. But 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 no no no, I'm not fucking <laughs> that because we already well, no. Let, let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Where are you? We 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 already we already said that this guy. Listen, listen, listen here. Hey, hey listen, bitch. Mike, Listen. I know how this works, Mike. Wait, wait. We already did. We supposed we, to we, rate it on its own merit. It's, on its own merit. Listen, else. I'm, I'm, telling you own I'm, merit. It, well, I'm telling you why I'm giving it a 6.5. On its own merit okay. because I know, okay. bitch. I've been on this fucking podcast for a while. All right. What I'm trying to say is this guy became a brilliant director after the wave of all the stuff that he's done. Mm-hmm. Right? And this just happens mm-hmm. to be part of personal, personal only belief. Of something I don't like. But the reason I'm giving it 6.5 is this film has really amazing technical achievements that he was able to do at that time with next to no money, basically. Um, I don't care that it was, you know, 1.5 million in equivalence to today's stuff, man. They're shooting in fucking remote areas. Do you get what I'm saying? They didn't have generators, they didn't have any of the shit that we have right now. And so um, there's a lot of technical stuff that this person had to overcome. The characters themselves and the actors are really good actors. They're really good actors. Some sometimes, yeah, the dialogue was silly or whatever, but it's okay. It just, it happens. Um, 
I think the music is decent. The, the one or two cues that it had, really, it, it didn't have a lot of cues. Um, I just liked the settings and all that stuff. I just really disliked a lot of other stuff that I brought up earlier. That's why I'm giving it a 6.5. Whether it's compared to all of his other films or on its own, to me it's a 6.5. It's not that bad of a film, but it's not that great of a film, you know? I don't know, but uh, I'll take it. Oh, who else do we got? <laughs> Who's going next? Mike, because I right, cut him right, off. Right. I apologize. Uh, no, you're good. I I give it an eight. Um, it feels to me really solid for what this film was attempting to be. Uh, as we've said several times, it was very literal. It was very like on the nose. It was very, let me just tell you what I'm trying to tell you instead of showing you what I'm trying to attempt to express. Um, there were so many great moments in this film that I genuinely connected to, but the overall arc, I didn't necessarily find to be as impactful as I think it was maybe hoped to be not even from like a, Oh, I'm going to make a film and hope that audience is connected to it. Um, from more from even the more meta perspective, I think Bergman was trying to figure out what he wanted to say, figure out what he was trying to think by making this film. Um, I've been there. I've done that not in a film perspective, but, but definitely in, in art that I've worked on. And I think this overall movie was his attempt to try and find something that he was trying to understand about himself and, and understand about the world for himself. And I think he, he went really, I think he went, he went an eight out of 10 in that, in that attempt. Um, I don't think he fully articulated or expressed what he was trying to say. Um, but I think he went a long way towards trying to figure out what he wanted to say and then spent the next 5, 10, 15 years um, actually, you know, creating art that, that expressed what those ideas were trying to be from this movie. So I appreciate it um, from an extensive perspective as a beginning. Um, I don't love what it was as a movie in and of itself. Uh, thank you, uh, Reverend Griggs. Uh, <laughs> next up to the uh, pulpit, we have Mr. Mr. He's got the fucking beard. It's funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, we have the pulpit, 100% Mr. Mr. Jared. Absolutely, Mr. Jared absolutely fair. Yeah, Jared uh, Callen. Tell th- us, thank Mr. You, Jared uh, th- Thank you, hear, Your Honor. Let me hear um, it. Uh, you know. Let me hear from the choir. I uh, I wasn't really excited to watch this movie. Uh, I I was, oh man, really, you know. I was like, damn, this is gonna play like a silent film. This is gonna suck. But I audibly laughed multiple times while watching this movie. It's hard to get that, you know. I mean, it's true. I, I thought it's this true. movie was really funny. Uh, although, like I said, it feels like a student film sometimes. Um, but you know, you got to think about the time it was shot. You know, you get, that's that's part of it. This made but, student uh, films what they are today. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. You know, right? it, like you know, it, it, it basically it, it influenced an entire uh, generation. And um, it like like Brian was saying, it, it has things that that stand out. Like like the, the it, like if, if you talk about cinema, the image of 
you know, death playing chess will will definitely pop up. Just like in Bill and Ted Part 2. <laughs> anyways, I, I'm 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 gonna give it a a seven. I I think it's a really okay. strong movie. Okay. I mean, I think I think I think you know uh, you should you should check it out, man. It's 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 not what you think it's gonna be. And and always uh, just remember that uh, whichever way we turn, our rump is behind us. <laughs> That's very true. Our ass, our ass is behind <laughs> us. Yeah, yeah. So and now I've now I've got this milestone behind me. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, here feeling. we go with my uh, my ranking of of the Seven Seal. Um, I'm gonna give this movie a ten. Whoa! This is a this is a masterful film. Um, and you know, I I okay. Look, I I throw that I throw tens out quite frequently, but look when. <sighs> When you make a movie that has so much iconography, no, you know what? I was I, that's what I was gonna say, but it's iconic. I figure out what the word no, was. It, it, it's a it's it's iconic faces. It's iconic scenes. It's iconic looks. It's iconic shots. It is literally this movie is iconic everything. It is literally what every filmmaker. That wants to talk about God and cinema as literally what everyone has been trying to say for the last 70 years. Yeah. I mean, really, like, this movie sums up everybody. You know what? Fuck that. Since the beginning of cinema, The Seventh Seal sums up religion and cinema together in a story better than any other film I've ever seen in my life. Alright guys, so you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and if you guys want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com That's the Movie Crew. Crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E That's right, extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Movie Crew Pod. And guys, please Give us a rating, review on Facebook, Stitcher, Instagram, Google Podcast. Uh, Jared, help me out here. Oh, man. Sounds like you got it. Jared, where can they follow you? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate or on Twitter at Jared B. Callen or my other podcast, Torah Stories on Apple Podcasts. All right, Griggsy, where can they follow you? I am on Twitter and Instagrams at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. Jared, if you repeat Griggs's last name <laughs> one more time, <laughs> I may I'm so fucking here. I for may have it. to come over and like so lick, lick your door it. handles and cough, <laughs> cough all over your house. He's gonna cough all over it's my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> and then I'm gonna video you doing that, and then I'm gonna send that in to the police, and you're gonna get arrested. It's like so, crazy bald man coughs on God man's house. Yeah. <laughs> all so right, good. guys, we don't really have a soundtrack for you guys to listen to. Um, as yeah, there is no soundtrack for the Seven Seal. We're gonna play. Uh, Go out with the sound of the rain. We're gonna play. We're gonna play the opening title. The last third of the movie. <laughs> and uh, you may hear some horses stomping their feet. Uh, but that's totally. That's good. 
That's good. Yeah, it's 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 natural.